I understood from a long time that there has to be something which is a superlative subject. Now what I mean by superlative subject is that this is a subject which is the mother of all subject when you start teaching your kids, yourself, your high school, universities, everywhere whether it is physics, chemistry, biology, all these things. But probably just correct me if I am right or if I am actually right that the best of the best subject without which you cannot learn any subject or you cannot excel anywhere in this world is all about how you communicate and then i started working on this communications from quite some time and this particular video or the audio that you are able to listening right now is all about the things that very mature people will never speak smart people will never speak people who with the leadership kind of qualities will never speak there are a lot of places they will teach you what to speak but there are very few places which they will tell you where not to uh, use certain things in your life and sometimes these phrases are carrying some i'll say amazing power you know they have this amazing ability to make you look bad even though you are talking the truth and this is what i had been experimenting from quite some time there are certain things that you simply never want to say at work there is no no ways basically you can go back and forth and you can just slip out because i'm not talking about those kind of uh, slip of tongue or jokes or politically incorrect some sort of uh, phrases these are the only ways to make one look bad and i have been trying testing with various things and various other relationships <laughs> and uh, to be honest there are certain areas where even though i didn't mean it but they understood it in a way which was very bad and that left me like very incompetent and unconfident to do but because it has done all the damages no matter how much talented you are uh, what you have accomplished there are certain phrases that uh, instantly change the way people see you and can forever cast you in a negative light this uh, sentences or these phrases are probably super loaded you know if it is uh, uh, what do i say this negative implications that they undermine the careers of all everything and these are probably the relationship killers that you have around yourself lately so if you are somebody who understands that communication is the mother of all the subjects and it might not need words it might not need sentences it might not need gestures it might not need even the tonality and the way you are speaking and all those things but still there are certain things that you should be very careful of so this particular um recording that i am trying to do is all about this couple of things that i found that you should never 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 use in your life or if you are using it you should be able to control the way you are talking about the first one is it's not fair everyone knows life isn't fair i mean saying it's not fair suggests that you think life is supposed to be fair which makes you look more of an immature and naive if you don't want to make yourself look bad you need to stick to the facts stay constructive leave your interpretations out of it for example you could say i noticed that your um you know your your assignment the big project that you're talking about
in your mind they they need more of certain clarity so do you have any kind of decisions on that to have any kind of a plan for that and i like to know why though i wasn't good fit so that i can work on improving those skills isn't it so there are indirective ways to do it so this was the first point when i said it is not fair so next time you are using this word with anyone it's not fair you can put it in a different tone so that you can actually gel up with this person and understand the problem not the person the second point is this is the way it's always been done this is the way it's always been done so right now we are all working on a technology fueled um, lifestyle and it is happening so fast that even um, anything which is more than 6 to 7 months old is like outdated they need like right now it's immediate and saying in this kind of way it's always been done you know it's uh, not only makes you sound lazy and you know resistant to change but it could make you you know look like bossy wondering why haven't you tried this to improve things on your own if you really are doing all these things it has to be always done in the, in the in a way there are almost certainty in the better way right and so this is the one word one one sentence that you should actually try to avoid this is how it says this is the way it has always been done put it in a kind of passive note as well third one is no problem when someone asks you to do something or thank you for doing something and you tell the person no problem you are implying that his or her request should have been a problem this makes people feel as though they have imposed on you what you want to do instead is how people that you are I mean you know um, show them that you are happy to do your part of that work say something like it was my pleasure i'll be happy to take care of that isn't it now that makes much more uh, a subtle change change in the voice the tonality so with that let me go to the fourth point the fourth point is i think this may be a silly idea i'm going to ask a stupid question so when you talk in that kind of a tonality that kind of a voice that kind of a content these overly passive phrases instantly takes your credibility even if you follow these phrases with a great idea but they suggest that you lack confidence which makes people think that you are speaking to lose the confidence in fact so don't be your own critic if you are not confident in a way what you are talking about no one else will be either and if you really do not want to say something say i don't have the information right now but i'll be finding out and i'll be right back to you isn't it more confidence i have seen this many times happening with lot of people they say i have a question but i think this is a silly question so what happens it's okay you can ask the question i say i don't have this information but probably you know this question is it uh, after this time no just ask the question so please avoid this parts like i think this might be a silly idea or i'm going to ask a stupid question instead of that be direct point number 5 this only is going to take a minute so saying that to somebody only makes a minute underdetermine your skills and gives that impression that you 
need to rush through the tasks. Unless you're literally going to complete the task in 60 seconds, feel free to say it won't take long. But don't make it sound that the task can be completed any sooner than actually that can be. So when you say, I just need a minute of yours, that means that you are always in a haste. You are always in a quick mode, you know, quick fix kind of a mode. So instead of that, take, you know, just a moment. I mean, it will be done in some few time, few moments. But if you are very precise, then you have to stick on to your words. Point number six, I'll try, I'll give it a shot. Just like the word thing, the try sounds very tentative. It suggests that you lack that confidence inside your ability to execute the task. Isn't it good if you can take the full ownership of whatever the capabilities you have? If you are asked to do something, either commit to do or else find an alternative. But don't say that you're going to try because this sounds as if like you won't try all that with the best possibilities or the best support of yours. Point number seven, he is lazy, incompetent, a jerk, a failure. There is no upside in making a disparaging remark about a colleague or friends of yours. It's a remark is uh, accurate. If it is accurate, everybody already knows that. So there is no need to point it out. Your remark is inaccurate. You are the one who ends up looking like a jerk then. So there will be always be rude and incompetent people around yourself. It's, it's obvious. And that's the chances that everyone knows who these guys are. If you don't have the power to help them improve or to fire them up, motivate them, then you have got nothing again by broadcasting this kind of you know, communications. Announcing your friends and colleagues and relations incompetence comes across with insecurity and that insecure attempt of yours to make you look better. When you're calling out with such kind of marks, it's going to hunt you back in the form of your your co-workers, your friends, the people around you. Wait, with that I come to point number eight. That's not in my job descriptions. That's not my work. That's not my job. This often sarcastic phrases makes you sound as though you are only willing to do the bare minimum required to keep getting a paycheck. Isn't it a bad thing? If you like your job security. If your boss asks you to do something that you feel as inappropriate inappropriate uh, for your position, okay, the best move is to complete the task eagerly, isn't it? So let us schedule a conversation with your boss or probably someone who has given you the task to discuss your role in the in the association or the assignment or whether your job description needs a kind of an update. This ensures that you avoid looking pity. It also enables you with your, you know, the relations or the boss or the friends or the family who is giving you this particular task to develop a long-term understanding of what you should and you shouldn't be doing. Bring a clarity of this division of labor and your expertise and your efficiencies, right? So the next time if you say, that's not my job, well, it needs you to work back and talk to the person who is the source of this. Point number nine, 
it is not my fault it's never a good idea to cast a blame be accountable if you had any role no matter how small in whatever went wrong on its own if not offer an objective a passionate clear task fully explanations of everything that has happened stick on with the facts let your colleagues your friends your bosses you know make their own conclusions about whom to blame right but understand the criticality of the situations that a time should come when you need to have the numbers talking rather than you the moment you start pointing fingers is the moment when people start seeing you as someone who lacks accountability for his or her actions this makes people nervous some will avoid working with you altogether and others will strike first and blame you when something goes wrong so accept it when it is not that fault of yours but you have to position it in a way so that it should not like or look like an excuse point number 10 i can't i can't it's not my fault twisted sister people don't like to hear that i can't because they think it means i won't so there is a fine difference between i can't and i won't but saying i can't suggests that you are not willing to do what it takes to get the job done if you really cannot do anything or something because you truly lack the necessary skills you need to offer an alternative solution instead of saying what you cannot do you should say you know what you can do for example instead of saying i can't stay late tonight say i can come early morning tomorrow morning will that work instead of saying i can't run those numbers or i i do not know how to work with this kind of uh, uh, information say i don't get know how to run those kind of information that type of in, you know analysis is there someone who can show me or guide me so that i can do it on my own next time so it is a very uh, good way to probably get someone to talk to you in a in a way that is more understanding point number 11 i hate this job i do not like to do what i want to do i really do not understand all these things the last thing anyone wants to hear at a work at a association is a people complaining about how much they hate their job doing so labels your negative person and brings down the moral of the group bosses or the people who are leaders are very quick to catch into such kind of naysayers or no sayers right who drag down this moral and they know that there are always enthusiastic replacements waiting just around the corner so how about bringing it all together i'll just recapitulate all the 11 points as i mentioned that the smart people the leaders will never going to say number 1 it's not fair number 2 this is the way it's always been done number 3 no problem number 4 i think this is a silly idea i'm going to ask a stupid question number 5 this will only will take 1 minute of yours number 6 i'll give it a try number 7 he is a lazy incompetent and a jerk 
Number eight, that's not my job. That's not in my role. That is not my responsibility. Number nine, it's not my fault. And number 10 is I can't. Number 11 is I hate this job. So eliminating this kind of phrases from your day-to-day communications, your vocabularies, it, it's going to pay you for a long time dividend. They have this tendency to sneak you up for the next level, the version 2.0. So you are going to have a catch on yourself until you have solidified this kind of habits of not saying these words. So with that, if you have liked it, what I have just learned, if you have understood this, do practice it, save it, hear it again and again, share it with those people whom you find that this is something which is really required. Trust me, this is something that I have gone through with my own friends, with my own team, with my colleagues and associations, and I understand the pain of it. And when I learned these things because of some phrases that probably I have not used it in the right way, it is another level of understanding that communication really matters. It shows who you are and how mature you are. People try to stick on or probably like to stick on with those people who can actually lead, lead from the back. And this is what I'm doing is a repenting of those mistakes that I have done. And herein, I give you all my secrets of learning so that you can unlock your true potentials. Thank you so much for being with me. If you have liked it, if you have really understood it, share it with those people who might need this right now, where you are not able to talk to him. And if you feel this is the next level of it, do practice it. Tell me directly if you have liked all these points that I've told you. With that, see you. Take care, stay blessed and stay healthy.